0: good morning and welcome to yet another interactive installment of african dialogue you are tuned into channel africa your gateway to africa and the voice of the african renaissance i'm your host Kumbero and we are currently on the frequency 9625 kilohertz on the 31 meter band to southern africa today on the program we are going to be looking at the political situation in the kingdom of lesotho Socially, 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 Africa, Africa, Africa. Socially, socially, Africa, Africa. Socially, socially, Africa, Africa. Socially, Africa. 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 Africa, coming live to you from Johannesburg in South Africa. On the frequency 9625 kilohertz on the 31 meter band to Southern Africa. You can also catch us on DSTV Audio Bouquet Channel 802. Channel Africa, the voice of the African renaissance.
1: This is Channel Africa, South Africa's official international public radio station on shortwave, internet, and satellite. From an African perspective, listen to Channel Africa in English, Kiswahili, French, Silozi, Portuguese, and Chinyanja. Informing the world about Africa, Channel Africa, the voice of the African Renaissance.
0: Now, Lesotho's King Letia III has set June the 3rd as the date for the general election after parliament was dissolved earlier this month. Prime Minister Pakalita Musisidi, leader of the ruling party, the Democratic Congress, has been heading the coalition government since the ouster of former Prime Minister uh, Thomas Tabane two years ago. But he lost a no-conference vote recently, which led to the dissolution of parliament and a snap election Scheduled for June the 3rd. The lawmakers voted in favor of replacing Musicidi with Moniane Moleleki, whose alliance of democratic De- Democrats' Democrats' Party rather split from the Democratic Congress last year. Musicidi has seen his support base weaken as the ruling coalition was dogged by infighting and the resignation. Of several cabinet ministers. Well, to help us understand the political situation in Lesotho, I am joined on the line by Professor Francis Makua. He is a retired professor of politics at the University of Lesotho and Dr. Ina Hose. Uh, she is uh, Uh, Senior Lecturer of Political Studies and Governance at uh, the University of Free State. Also joining us is uh, the SABC Correspondent in Lesotho Ntakwane Ngatane. Thank you all for joining us here on uh, Channel Africa. Thank you. Good morning. L- let me start Good morning. L- Let me start with you, and Takwana. Can you please give us uh, the latest in as far as uh, the political situation in Lesotho is concerned as uh, the country gears up for elections to be held in June?
3: Well, as you rightfully pointed out, there was a motion of no confidence in the Prime Minister of Lesotho. As a result, he advised the king to call for fresh elections and the king endorsed That advice, making a proclamation for Lesotho to go to elections on the 3rd of June, it will be three years earlier than the scheduled time because the term in Lesotho is five years. Political parties are already gearing up for their registration of voters, which closes on Sunday. They are gearing up for their campaigning, uh, which will go on up until the elections in June But a very tight schedule for the independent electoral commission, which is expected to pull off this election in a period of three months shortest uh, that has ever been seen in Lesotho, even though there have been two snap elections prior to this one.
0: Now, Dr. Francis Makua, is Lesotho teetering on the brink of yet another bout of political instability given the latest developments in the country? How would you characterize the situation?
4: Well, uh, as you know, we are still under uh, uh, the guardianship of SADAC. Uh, SADAC is still assisted uh, the problem of the suit. And this work is not finished. Uh, it was expected to finish once the suit had co- uh, complied with uh, some of the directives or decisions of SADAC. Uh, as were issued uh, via the recommendations of the Puma uh, commission. So, yes, uh, we are still assuming in a climate of uh, political uncertainty now, mm-hmm. and nobody is sure whether uh, or would ever address
1: in particular the
4: security situation. Now, faced with these elections, uh, as you know, elections are always uh, still some tensions and so on. Uh, one wonders whether uh, the process of elections uh, itself is going to be, uh, to bring about the
0: stability, or or if
4: uh, uh, bring uh, lasting peace to the mm-hmm.
0: suit, uh, Doctor Jose, what do you think?
2: Well, it's disappointing the entire situation. It, uh, you know, I remember back in 2012 when the, the that the election happened and the coalition was brought forward. There was a sense of of, of hope and optimism. I believe that. This was going to bring in a new era of of, of, of more stability. Um, I think the new election will likely not solve these problems. Um, I think the problems that uh, Lucifer faces are, in a sense, unique, and I I don't see how the uh, rhetoric or the campaigns that have been um, started uh, address any of these things particularly. Um, It seems to me that coalition or the, uh, the power bases that, that want to be formed is more about um, personalities than, than necessarily policy, uh, which is a difficult situation for city, particularly because they have so much influence from the outside deciding their policy that politicians inside, I, I think, seem to be more elected bureaucrats for those outside. And these things are, are, are issues that uh, should be addressed uh, very clearly, I think, and run up to the election
0: now prime minister Pakalita Musisi D has been in power for just two years since then he has been heading a coalition government uh, but cracks within that coalition government have been showing uh, since last year when the alliance of democrats party led by monyane moleleki uh, split from the democratic congress where did Pakalita Musisi D go wrong on takwane
3: Well, according to Mnani Muleleki, who broke away from um, the Democratic Congress, his take and the take of a huge number of the members of the National Executive Committee of that party that broke away, uh, the party was leading a government uh, that is uh, mired in corruption um, in terms of uh, particularly an award or the award of... uh, a contract for the fleet management of the government, uh, which that part of Mussisidi's party that broke away said was going to cost the country twice as much as the country was spending. So that was really uh, the, 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 you know, the main issue that actually brought him there. But also they're talking about corrupt, uh, they're talking about nepotism in terms of hiring. We heard this morning Munyan Muleleki confessing that, in fact, there was a time when the police force was going to hire uh, uh, members uh, and the prime minister himself, the deputy prime minister. uh, These are allegations that are not yet tested. But Mnani Muleleki saying that they in the government selected people from their own constituencies, and when people went to queue And to apply to join the police service, they knew already that they had already selected people of their own to go into the police service. So these are just some of the things that they cite as the differences that they have. But also Mnani Muleleki saying that as far as he's concerned, he wants Lesotho to to truly be a reformist country that will forgive uh, the wrongs of the past in terms of the killings. uh, We saw the killing, uh, the prominent killings, of the former commander of the army, Maparangwe Mahau, that is still unresolved in the country, Munyani Mulileki, saying that over the past 50 years, a lot of that has happened in the and the country needs to get to a point of reconciliation. That's why he has decided to go into an alliance with Tom Tabani, who we know, uh, they were at loggerheads in the past. But he says that they are examples of trying to get the country to unite and to have the country on a path to reconciliation and reconstruction and economic development.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Dr. Makua, would you say the infighting in the political space is a reflection of what the people on the ground are thinking?
4: Well, not necessarily. I think uh, it emanates largely from policy contradictions of Mojisiri uh, uh, over time. Uh, remember, Mojisiri is not you new know, to uh, to power. Governmental power. He has been governing this country uh, previously, uh, uh, and uh, uh, that means so, he has pursued policies, policies uh, which uh, have produced a spiral of other painful things like, uh, for example, corruption, uh, nepotism, uh, and so on. Now all these things became uh, a problem when he was no longer able to satisfy a body within the party. And Mulele is one of those people who found himself increasingly finding it difficult now to have a share of the cake. Uh, that uh, they comfortably shared I think previously um now uh, resources were not increasing <laughs> uh, the economy was not growing and so on and uh, you have these kind of contradictions but more importantly I think uh, the mistake was, did, uh, was to ma- attempt to marginalize Mulele, perhaps not uh,
1: with
4: uh, not on the rather but because he wanted to, the key of support, absolute support of uh, Mathilde, uh who is in the L C D. Messi uh joining of the coalition mm-hmm. uh, was very important and uh, it crucial uh, in keeping the in power. So he made him his deputy uh, prime minister. Against all expectations that uh, the deputy uh, leader of uh, the biggest party could probably give Licini sure. a ministerial position. Now, um, these contradictions combine together really to unsettle the government and ultimately produce uh, the kind of, uh, of problem that we are seeing now. Sure. Uh, so you know, it's, it's not uh, a, a necessarily a question of policy difference. Uh, mm-hmm. Corruption, uh, as I said, uh, the quest to get more resources and so on, uh, this produced the con- uh, contradiction in as far as they were no longer able uh, to uh, to be shared by all uh, equal
0: all right hold it hold it there doctor we are going to take a short break when we come back we will continue our discussion on Two. stay with us Hello. This month, the African Union will be hosting its inaugural African Economic Platform in the Mauritian capital of Port Louis. The summit will take place from the 20th to the 22nd of this month. This will be a forum for frank engagements between African heads of state, business leaders, and academics on Africa's future. Furthermore, it will explore opportunities for the implementation of the AU Agenda 2063. Join Channel Africa Radio as we bring you and Holding events in Mauritius from the 20th to the 22nd of this month channel Africa the voice of the african renaissance welcome back you are listening to African dialogue here on channel Africa my name is Khumbero Mujer and today we are looking at the political situation in Lesotho. My guests are Professor Francis Makua, he is a retired professor of politics at the University of Lesotho, Dr. Ina Hose, a senior lecturer of political studies and governance at the University of Free State, as well as Intakwana Ngatane, the SABC correspondent in Lesotho. Let me start with you, Dr. Hose. Uh, um, do you think that uh, Enock Conference vote against Prime Minister Musyedi is a reflection of the electorate on the ground. What do you think, Doctor Kous?
2: Under the circumstances, I think it's difficult to ascertain that. It is certainly um, a view of, of, of the views inside the National Assembly um, about uh, his uh, approach to, 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 to governing. To, to, I think we'll see when. Um, uh, the elections come with that. Is the case um, on the ground? I do think that there is a, some criticism from, from, from opposition that maybe after the vote he, he, he went to, to, to dissolve parliament, uh, which you know then uh, leads to having to have an election. Uh, that maybe there was another way to address this, this particular issue. Um, I think when it comes to the situation and, and, and all the, the views inside, it, it, it's. It's been difficult to have a clear view on that. I think the economy is a major issue for people and the the control that the city government itself has on on, on the economy is a major issue. It's largely based on manufacturing as we know and about 100% of exports under the African Growth and Opportunity Act. And if if they can't get to a point where there's safety, security and stability, uh, a can be taken away and that's job losses of, 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 of hundreds of thousands, uh, lots of uh, job losses. So uh, just even if the peer listed the government cannot ensure their safety. And they, uh, the control that they have over this is a major issue I think in this coming elections, and how they're going to approach the major that's risk involved with... Uh, regard to
0: the economy now who, who is running the country at the moment in the run-up to the election is moniane moleleki uh the one in charge or is king Letsie the third running the affairs of the country in takwane well uh professor magua will
3: speak more directly to the constitutional provisions there but so. essentially we have a caretaker prime minister. So the prime minister, once there's a vote of no confidence or in the period leading to elections, he's called a caretaker prime minister or a caretaker government. The government becomes a caretaker government until the election is held.
0: Dr. Makua, give us some constitutional dynamics at play here, please.
4: Well, uh, it is correct to say that we have uh, a prime minister who has overseen the administration provided
0: for the Constitution. I am a witness by the specificity. Thank you. Dr. Uh, Makua, uh, hello? P- please move around. I'm losing you. Uh, please move around because your line is not that clear, please. Uh,
4: uh, should I move around or should I stop you? <laughs> hello. Dr. Makua. Hey, hello.
0: Hello. Hello. Dr. Makua, can you hear me? Hey,
4: hello. You uh, hear me?
0: Yes, yes, we can hear you now. Uh, go uh, go uh, ahead, yeah, please. My
4: answer is uh, our constitution does not allow a vacuum in government, so the prime minister has to oversee the process until a new prime minister takes over uh, after the election. And remember, by a new prime minister, will include himself in the sense that he the election
0: All right. Let, let, let's talk. Let's talk about the role that the SADC has played in trying to bring political stability in Lesotho. Last year, Prime Minister Pakalita d committed to a number of reforms, including constitutionalism, during a four-hour deliberation at the SADC summit in kaboroni Botswana, and of course, uh, the SADC-appointed committee chaired by. Uh, Cyril Ramaphosa ramaposa was established to oversee the implementation of uh, constitutional and security sector reforms in uh, the country has a uh, progress been made in terms of the implementation of those reforms in Takwane? well we know that
3: in december the government launched the reform program but the opposition was dead against it because the opposition leaders were still outside the country But since their return, not much has happened because as soon as they returned, they expressed their uh, intent to have this government out of power with the motion of no confidence that we eventually saw happening. So in terms of the reforms, uh, not much has happened because even the stakeholder conference that was intended to happen uh, before uh, the end of uh, January or February did not eventually happen. And now that the country is going to elections, we don't expect anything to happen there. NGOs have expressed their concern there because they have said that, in fact, what they wanted to see happen in the suit was not an election, just like the opposition, uh, but rather they wanted to see reforms happening. Because the reason we are where we are now, the reason the motion of confidence passed and the prime minister was able to singularly advise the king to call for elections is because of the current constitution that needs a reform as part of the general reform that includes the security reforms and the public sector reforms. So not much has happened in terms of the reforms themselves. And of course, uh, this was recommended, as you say, by SADAC. The SADAC Oversight Committee headed by Justice uh, Frederick Guarema of Tanzania is still uh, coming to the city. They only left this past Sunday after witnessing the motion of new confidence and the transition into the advice Prime Minister and the King accepting it and the eventual calling of the day for elections in Misutu. SADAC facilitator, President Cyril, Deputy President Cyril Ramaphosa was last in Misutu when the opposition leaders returned on the 12th of February, assuring them that there would be security uh, while they return to the country. But we have not seen him come back to Misutu since then.
0: Dr. Khoros, what do you think of the Sadaq reforms?
2: I think, as like I said earlier, one of the major criticisms uh, the Sicily was, um, apparently, his lack of, of implementing the Islamic reforms, particularly when it comes to the military, and uh, this was a major issue um, with, with the run-up to the vote of no confidence. And I think when you look at the, at least the broad objectives of the coalition to begin with in 2015, um, you know, to be a form of government, addressing fundamental issues of development, and to restore national peace and political stability, and to deepen democracy in the respect of human rights, um, your transparency and good governance. Uh, these were very noble and broad objectives but I think uh, should get a shot at being um, realized. And And the circumstances and the criticisms right now, specifically when it comes to security, um, the uh, calls for opposition leaders who feel that their lives are in danger and and such, uh, that
0: puts these objectives at risk once again. Now, Dr. Makwa Sadek, facilitator and South African Deputy President Cyril Ramaphosa, Uh, visited the country recently and he welcomed back three former exiled opposition political party leaders Uh, talking about former prime minister and leader of Olbasutu Convention, Tom Tabane, uh, former minister Tesele Masiribane and Keke Ranzo, leader of the reformed Congress of Lesotho. Did the return of these three leaders have anything to do with the outcome of the no confidence vote against uh, Pakalita Musisidi? Dr.
4: Makwa? Yeah, yes, yeah, uh, definitely yes. Uh, the party had more confidence and that could only be moved all around uh, in the country. Um, remember, uh, it was not just putting the government out of power, it was also nominating a possible leader of uh, a emergent government. Unfortunately, a new government did not emerge. <coughs> so it was very important for the leaders to be in the country. Uh, apart from that, uh, the regime was already threatening them with expulsion, so uh, it was important for them to come. But Ramaphosa had also assured them, apparently, that uh, the security uh, problem uh, that they had uh, had eased a little bit. But let me add that uh, the security situation uh, uh, is separate from uh, the so-called uh, reforms; uh, it's a totally different thing. Now, remember, it was occasioned by uh, crimes and murderous activities that uh, were appa- apparently abetted by, by the rulers in the country. Uh, the death of Mahau, for example, uh, was uh, perpetrated by uh, government agencies or agents. Uh, and the government has flatly refused uh, to, to bring the perpetrators to, uh, to justice. So uh, definitely, uh, if you match the two, they don't add up to the same thing. Security uh, is the prime issue uh, in this country. Uh, And this is in response. uh, My remarks are in response to uh, the apparent emphasis that is being placed on reforms. Uh, Reforms alone won't do, uh, won't correct the, uh, the... Uh, the actual problems that we have uh, problems with security and so on Uh, reforming security won't uh, lead to these people being uh, brought to justice
0: all right uh, dr mokwa hold it there we are going to take another short break when we come back we will continue our discussion on lisitu stay with us Welcome back. You are listening to African Dialogue here on Channel Africa. My name is Kumberu Munjerere, and today we are looking at the political situation in Lesotho. Now, Dr. Koush, before we took a break, uh, Dr. Makwan was talking about the death of Lieutenant General Mamparankwe Mohaw, uh, which almost uh, plunged uh, the country into a quagmire, with uh, Prime Minister Pakalita Musisi's government being blamed for his He's killing. Uh, what What do you think about the investigation which was launched into the death of uh, Lieutenant General Mampara, Mampara uh, Doctor Hose?
2: Again, um, I think on, on, on the ground there's certain uncertainty and, and and distrust generally in processes that were followed and uh, of of such killings and assassinations, really, that can take place, um, shines a light on, 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 once again, the questions about security um, within the SUTU. uh not just when it comes to opposition, uh, but when it comes to um, any kind of speaking out against a government. And uh, it, it raises questions about the possibility uh, of a free and free election that's supposed to come. So uh, there is still um, uns- people are unsure about it and, and definitely a um, uh, risk of, of losing uh, this-, this trust when it comes to these kinds of in- um, um, investigations and I think when it, uh, when uh, you know when you when you look at illustr it particularly it's uh, opposition culture is quite vibrant it has always been um, so the possibility is still there to get back to the tolerance, Aspect of it and I think the intolerance that's happening at the moment is is quite
0: worrisome Now Ntakwane, obviously you are on the ground there. Where are things in terms of uh, that Investigation which was launched into the death of Lieutenant General Mamparankwe Mohaw?
3: Well as far as we know um, the police were still waiting up until the time that the Commission uh, was held in Lesotho. Police were still waiting for evidence that was kept by the army in the form of uh, Mabarang house gun, uh, in the form of uh, some other aspects of the scene of the evidence. And the police and both uh, the Sadak Commission were not happy with the progress that was made in terms of uh, that investigation. And, of course, uh, we have heard the diplomatic corps in Lesotho, the United States Embassy, the UNDP, the European Union coming out with a statement when the opposition leaders returned to Lesotho that one of the things that they wanted to see happening was investigation into the death of Barangwe Mahao, meaning that they were still not happy with what had happened. And we have heard NGOs repeatedly say also that they are not happy with the progress that has been made. So we assume that uh, that, that, that is the situation as it is, that not much has happened, and and therefore, with years passing by, one wonders, in fact, if uh, anything will indeed happen, because now we are going to elections, after three months it will be a new government, but the the more time passes by, you wonder if, in in fact, uh, we will be able to get to the bottom of it.
0: Dr. Makwa, what do you think needs to happen in order to bring a long lasting political stability in Lesotho? Because clearly, uh, coalition governments are not working. Eh?
4: Yeah, well, uh, certainly, uh, there is only one thing that can bring about stability and peace in Lesotho uh, good governance. Uh, the problems we have here are problems um, of uh, uh governance, mainly the rule of law, the lack of rule of law, uh, disregard by the regime of the public uh, opinion and the laws of the country, and, and also uh, the high degree of corruption that is condoned at the highest level. So all these things combine to, uh, to, to cause problems, uh, tensions that arise between different groups and so on, um, and therefore, uh, ultimately, they lead to uh, conflict that we have seen uh, in recent years. So uh, everything is—I uh, mean, everything uh, revolves around the rule of law in the Sudan. Uh, we have a government that is lawless, uh, a government that has never really uh, wanted to govern in accordance with the constitution,
1: uh,
4: a government that manipulates uh, the, the, uh, the governmental and judicial processes. Uh, for his own ends, uh, so um, this is manifested uh, in the slowness or the lack of progress in the in the investigation of uh, uh, uh matter uh, or killing. <clears throat> now um, that is a simple governance uh, issue. Uh, the soldiers have killed Mahao, and uh, the investigation should not be all that difficult. Uh, the commander of the army uh, who ordered uh, the killing of mao and the minister responsible should so have provided a simple and straightforward report, including the handing over of, uh, of the physical evidence uh, uh, that was available. We understand that it was deliberately destroyed, uh, either at the behest of the government or somebody who was running the army at that time. Uh, so uh, this is the situation. And the government does not deny that. Uh, These things came out clearly during the commission uh, process, where, uh, during the, the commission as it was held in the suit at that time. So um, definitely uh, a government that is bent on disregarding the law definitely plunge the country into a crisis.
0: Mm-hmm. Dr. Hose, now the country is heading for election on the 3rd of June. Is the country ready for elections, do you think? Dr. Hose?
2: Well, no, I don't think they're ready at all. I think the, um, the country doesn't have a choice. Um, uh, three months is not a long time to get ready at all, and financially it's going to be another very big burden. On, on the country with ICE, you have to spend lots of money to get ready. Uh, and listen, we have 27 political parties. Um, since I, I last checked in the SUTU, um, uh, you know, we have a fragmented society going into elections once again. Another coalition is more or less on the cards yet again. So instability and uncertainty might be on the cards again as well. Uh, we have also seen that the same players' military, the monarchy chiefs, the same uh, political leaders um, fighting in the same election for, uh, again, slices from the same pie. And I don't see uh, much of a change happening uh, if the same people um, uh, keep being uh, put into this particular position and uh, the people of Lesotho having to choose between people who have already let them down
0: and takwane as we wrap up what do you think do you think the country will be ready for elections come the third of june
3: well the independent electoral commission says it needs the budget to be approved 248 million rand or maluti the Lesotho currency they want relaxation of the procurement procedures because three months is a very short time uh, the election period actually started on monday As I said earlier, voters have only one week to register because registration of voters will be closing on Sunday. So anybody who hasn't uh, registered, uh, 17-year-olds will be 18 by the 3rd of June who will not have registered by then. People who want to transfer their constituencies who have moved will not be able to do that or to vote if they have not done so by the 19th of uh, March which is this Sunday, we understand that in April, parties will only have two days to nominate and submit their candidate list, that the High Court of Lesotho will also only have two days to hear any objections, if there are any, and rule on them. So a very, very tight schedule. But the Independent Electoral Commission saying that it is intent on making the election a success, provided that they get the resources that they have requested Uh, from both the Ministry of Finance and the Ministry of Law in Lesotho, and uh, that they will headhunt, instead of uh, hiring through normal procedures, people that have worked with the Independent Electoral Commission in the past, be it uh, temporary staff or companies that are appointed to provide services to the Independent Electoral Commission. So all of this showing that it's a very, very tight schedule, uh, but they are saying that they will make it a success if they are given the resources
0: alright unfortunately that's where we are going to leave it Uh, thanks to my guests for joining us here on uh, the African Dialogue Uh, tune in again to Channel Africa to catch another informative installment of African Dialogue remember African Dialogue comes to you every Monday to Thursday at 1100 hours Central African time you are welcome to interact with us via Twitter handle at Channel Africa Facebook or you can simply SMS your views to 082 three three two five nine zero five if you want to email us you can do so at uh, info at channelafrica.org until we meet again cheers for now bye for now